Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. Hope everyone is doing well today. Blessed indeed, indeed. So I'm out driving, got the new car. The Lord just blessed me with I'm so happy, y'all. I've been driving all around this island like all day. Took naps in the car, ate in the car, chilled out in the shop. I mean, I just, man, I just had a good time. You know, when the Lord give you a blessing, right? I mean, you got to enjoy that thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to en- you got to enjoy your blessing, okay? You've been waiting for a blessing. You've been praying for a blessing. And then a lot of times people get the blessing and they're like, uh, <laughs> they're not even, they're not even like enjoying the blessing. Shoot. I learned that the hard way. When I get my blessing, I be enjoying that blessing, y'all. Let me tell you, I don't play. <laughs> I enjoy my blessing. So anyway, uh, as I'm driving yet to another location, I'm about to sit down and eat some delicious Korean barbecue. Oh, man, this food is so good. I'm just trying to tell you. But anyway, I'm driving to Waikiki now. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to eat my barbecue out there. And uh, man, something just popped in my head. And I'm like, oh, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. So let's go ahead and pray. We're going to pray it in and then we're going to get in it. All right, Father, thank you so much for the blood of Jesus Christ. God, that covers each one of your children and signifies that we are your children. The blood, the blood of your son, Jesus, cries out. It cries out on our behalf day and night. It is never silent. Hallelujah. Never. Always crying out. Always testifying that we belong to you, Daddy, Abba, Father. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you for the mission that you have given your children. You've given each one of us an assignment. We're not just here by accident. We didn't just happen, right? No, 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 no. We're here for a very specific reason, God. And I just ask that you would make it known unto your people what the reason is. And for those that you've already made it known, I pray for focus. I pray for focus like you gave Noah, God, because that is what is needed in this season. Um, I I ask for the grace to deliver this message. And as always, uh, Daddy, I ask that you would bless my brothers and sisters around the world with the faith to hear what thus saith the Lord God of Israel and that they would put it into practice immediately. In Jesus name, we ask these things. Amen. I consider it done. Thank you. Love you, Daddy. All right. Love you, Lord. Love you, Holy Ghost. Love you. Love you. All right. All right. All right. Enough of my shenanigans already. So the title of this is Ain't Nobody That Busy, Man. Ain't Nobody That Busy, Man. So this morning, you know, I drove around and whatnot, and then I needed to come back to my house to do something right quick. So I came back. Oh, I had that's right. I had to put some money out in an envelope to pay my landscaper because I wasn't going to be there when he came by to like cut the grass and do all that stuff. Right. So I did that. And then as I was <laughs> as I was leaving, one of my neighbors who I call the mayor, he's like the mayor of the place unofficially. Right. I mean, he y'all if y'all know what I mean by the mayor, you, you laughing, but many of you won't. So there's always somebody in the neighborhood, at least in America, usually. Right. You know, they kind of in everybody's business, right? You know, they, they mean well enough. I'll just put it like that. But it, they the mayor. D-A, the mayor. Okay? So, anyway, I'm, I'm driving by and there's the mayor. 
He's out in his yard with his wife and he's flagging me down to make sure that I stop, okay? Because <laughs> I don't play that. I don't have time to waste, right? You know, if I'm working, I'm working. And then when I'm finally relaxing, guess what? Man, I ain't trying to, you know, sit there and chit-chat for like three hours. I mean, I got to go. I got stuff to do, right? So they know I will drive by with a quickness. So he, he flagged me down to make sure I stopped. So I started talking to him. He was like, okay, you know, he's checking out the new car. Man, this is nice. It's real nice. It's real nice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. You know, the Lord done blessed me. And he said, well, it's about, it's about D time, right? Don't nobody work, nobody work that much. Don't nobody work that much, right? You got to do something for yourself. You got to take care of yourself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, true that, true that. So anyway, that's kind of where, that's where this title came from, right? Don't nobody work that much, man, right? Because that's what he said to me. He's talking about me, right? And it made me laugh, but I was just sitting here thinking, you know what's so funny is that people do work that much, right? So when God has given you an assignment, you do work that much, you know? And I just got to thinking about Noah building that ark. And I'm like, you know what? I said, Lord, people probably said that about Noah. That why that guy always working, man? Don't nobody work that much, right? He, he, it ain't got to be all of that. But the, but the thing of the matter is when the Lord gives you an assignment, you know, he puts it inside of you. You it, it it's your passion. Like you have to do that thing. And it, it doesn't necessarily feel like work. Like, you know, if you got a job that you don't like to do, it's grueling. OK, this is different when the Lord puts something in your spirit for you to accomplish you have to do it. You just have to do it, right? It's 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 uh, like the birds that fly south for the winter, right? Why do the birds do that? Why do the what, why do the bears go and hibernate? Come on now, why do they do this stuff? Why do the the I think it's trout they swim upstream or salmon, one of those fish. Right? It's because the Lord put it inside of these creatures to do it. It's not that they evolved. That's a bunch of nonsense. I'm just saying, if y'all, if you one of them people that believe in evolution, yeah, take that through right in the garbaggio. It is garbage, uh, garbage, just a distraction, right? And it's a, it's a dis, it's a slap in the face to God. That's what it's supposed to be, right? But I ain't gonna get started on that. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So yeah, these things just do it. They can't help but do it. They have to do it because that's the way God built them. So when the Lord puts something inside of you, guess what? You have to do it. <clears throat> you have to do it. And, and there's a time limit on these things, right? The Bible says to everything, there is a season. There is a season, right? So the Lord knows when you need to have that thing done. Whatever that thing is that he called you to do, he knows exactly when that thing needs to be done, right? Because there are certain things that he put in motion for a set time, right? The, the Bible talks about that, right? The vision is for a set time. Though it tarries, wait for it. Wait for it. It will surely come to pass. It is for a set time and it will surely come to pass. So there are certain events that the Lord has, has put in motion. It's for a set time. And there are certain things that he has called you and me 
to do on this earth and it is for a set time and you know when he turns it on so to speak on the inside of you it's just on it doesn't turn off you you got to do this thing you have to do this thing and so yeah like i said i just thought about it and i'm like wow you know to my neighbors they really don't see me and i'm not trying to ghost them or nothing like that it's just that man i i be working right i've i've got something that the something huge that the lord put on my heart to do he told me to do and i'm doing that thing and that's just that so everything else to me is irrelevant i really could care less right and that's how you know when you have something that the lord gave to you to do right all the other stuff it just it's not important anymore right it doesn't mean that you don't care about people, friends, things like that. But, you know, you trying to entertain people and go hang out and do this and do that. Even watching stuff on TV. People that know me for a long time know, you know, I was a sci-fi buff, right? I mean, I loved sci-fi. Been in it since I was, you know, a little itty bitty, as they say, a little kid, right? But now, guess what? I could care less about sci-fi. I mean, quite honestly, I, part of my vow, I'm not even watching TV or movies. I, I could care less about it. Why? Because all that really matters is me doing, finishing what the Lord told me to do. That is what matters. And see, when you have something like this, it's also like a buffer around your heart because somebody going to always have something to say about you, right? So even with my neighbor, right? I mean, he said what he said, but... On the one hand, it's like, yeah, he's being funny. But on the other hand, it's like, well, that's probably what he thinks. You know, he, he working all the time. Why he working all the time? And it's not the first time I heard him say it. So I know that is what he think, right? That man working too hard. He, he need to take a break. You know, this and that. Man, you don't know what God told me to do. <laughs> you know, these people have no idea. They just know that they don't work that hard. And many times what happens is people get convicted. I remember being in the Navy on one of the submarines and I was, I wasn't very high up in rank. I was, a, I think I just made E5, a second class petty officer. But, you know, the Lord trained me on how to work and, and, and how to, you know, stand watch and be diligent and things like that. So guess what? People get convicted. When you work hard, the average person working their job, man, they ain't trying to work that hard. They're really not. They're trying to get a paycheck, get up out of Dodge, go home, do whatever, and not think about that stupid job that they, that they got to work, right? They don't even want to be there, right? So when they see somebody come in and that person is working as unto the Lord, like the scripture says, in other words, man, you giving it your best, your very best, right? Why? Because you ain't working for somebody on earth. You're working for the king of kings and the Lord of lords, amen. And so your work ethic is going to be not just much different. It is going to be vastly different from the from the average person that you're going to come in contact with. Right. If you're a Christian and you're committed to the Lord, you're submitted to the Lord, then that's how you're going to work. You working as unto the king. You want to please your king. Right. And so you're going to give it your very, 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 very best and still be praying, Lord, please help me to do better. That's how that's how it's supposed to be, right? But a lot of times people get convicted around you and then they start talking about you, right? You ain't done nothing to them. 
you ain't said nothing evil nor untowards towards them but now they talking about you why because they feel convicted because they know good and well they ain't working that hard so anyway my story is i was standing watch and i think i've told this before i was standing watch and the people used to get so mad at me. They they come up, you know, there's a if you just can't walk on a submarine, okay? If you're not a part of that crew, you just cannot walk onto that submarine. There is what they call an access binder. And in order for your name to be on the access binder, it had to go through the squadron. All right. They had to do all these background background checks and you know you had to get permission and all of this stuff. And then they generate this list, these lists. So you could be like some VIP person. You might be a contractor coming on. You might be somebody from another, you know, another another Navy ship, or even like a foreign a foreign uh, a foreign Navy or something, right? But anyway, everything's in an access list. So you have these sailors up at the top. They're usually not very high in rank because it's a junior watch, and they're the first line of defense. You just can't get on a submarine. So I remember there was different times when people would say dillard why you stand your watch like a marine you know because marines have like this reputation they're really intense they're die hard and they don't play that right you basically gotta you gotta kill the marine you ain't, marine ain't gonna let you get over navy guys we tend to have a much more lackadaisical relaxed attitude it's like that's ah, navy what the heck right but I didn't stand my watch like the average Navy guy. I stood it like a Marine because that's how the Lord trained me. So people would get real mad about me and be talking about me. And uh, just, man, it don't take all of that, Dillard. You know, the chief said I could come on board. I don't care if the chief said you can come on board or not. Your name ain't in the access list. Guess what? Hit brick. You know, kick, kick rocks, buddy. You ain't getting on my boat. Go back to the squadron. Get permission. And then sometimes the chiefs would come up. And that's what really started getting me in trouble, right? The chiefs would come up and they're like, Dillard, let so-and-so on. And I say, sorry, chief, or sorry, senior chief. I can't let them on. What do you mean you can't? They're not on the access list. I don't care if they're not on that. Let them on. And to that, I would say, I'm sorry. And I was always respectful. I'm sorry, senior chief. If you have an issue with it, please take it up with the captain. The captain has given me the authority to tell you no and not let this person on. And of course, they would be furious. Who are you to tell me? Take it up with the captain. So actually, I was in the right, okay? But my point is this, okay? When you work as unto the Lord, because God gave you, and by God, I mean the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because God gave you something to do. You have an assignment. You have to do this thing, right? There are things that we were created to do on this earth. It's why we were here. We're not just here because... Oh, you know, I'm running a business or I'm here to do this. Some people are just here and not just some people are here to birth somebody. Some people are here on this planet to parent somebody. OK, amen. That's their thing. Whatever the thing is God gave you to do, you have to do that. You have to do that and you're going to do it with all your might. And as I said earlier, it's going to buffer you. It's going to buffer your heart. Right. So when people start talking about you, guess what? You could care less quite honestly you really could care less what people say right because it's about what god thinks what is the lord gonna think about this lord are you pleased and this does not mean that your feelings won't be hurt from time to time because you're human right you have emotions 
and people can be really mean and really nasty, really, really nasty, right? And they can, they're going to say some stuff that's going to hit home sometimes, but it's like, you know what, whatever, whatever, Lord, I love you. Are you pleased with it? That's all that matters. Yep. That hurt me, Lord. That really did hurt. You saw that. Lord, have mercy. But you, you, you saw that mess they just said. That was some messed up stuff. But whatever. Lord, I love you. Right? And you just go back to that. So that's the mindset. But if you don't have that and you're just trying to do something, you, you really don't have the impetus. You don't have the, the motive force to just plow through everything in any situation and keep going. You won't have enough. Okay? You're just going to run out. So anyway, I just wanted to encourage you guys. This is not a very long message, but in this season, this is what they call a birthing season, right? So Holy Spirit is really birthing a lot of things in the body of Christ right now. So there are many things that maybe the Lord said he was going to do in your life. And you've been waiting for the manifestation of those things. Christian manifestation, right? Not worldly manifestation where the universe is helping you to create i mean come on now that's ridiculous the universe is a non-sentient being but anyway you know and the the lord has promised you these things and 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 you've been waiting 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 and now finally it's time right so he's birthing things and as things are being birthed you just have to give it everything you got you got to work as unto the lord be diligent right because when something is birthed, you know, it, it starts off small first and then it grows into something big. So the Lord may have given you something to do, right? But it doesn't just start off being a, a big, huge thing, right? It starts off small and you have to work at that thing. You have to work at it until it's totally finished. So going back again to my example with Noah's Ark, you know, Noah worked on that ark I think it was something like a hundred. I don't remember. You guys have to look it up. But I think it was something like a hundred years Noah worked on the ark. That's a long time. That's some serious focus, right? That's some serious focus. And again, how could Noah have stayed that focus? He stayed that focus because the Lord told him to build that thing. And when the Lord tells you to do something, he usually will give you some sort of an explanation as to why you need to build it. So, for example, like the thing, the thing that I'm working on doing for the, you know, that the Lord put on my heart, I know it's something that's going to save my entire family, not just the people that I grew up with in the family. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like my entire family, aunts. I don't have no uncles, but aunts and. Uh, you know, nieces and nephews and cousins and this, it's going to save my entire family. I know the day is coming. And if I don't do this thing, they're going to perish. Now they might, they're probably listening and they might be thinking, Mike, so Mike can be so melodramatic sometimes, but I know this to be a truth, right? <laughs> and that's why I work the way that I work. It almost seems like I work around the clock. Many people have asked me literally from all over the world, Mike, when do you sleep? You, you, when do you sleep? Because I'm literally talking and working with people in different time zones all over the world. And I'm always up and I'm always, you know, fresh and, and refreshed and excited to talk with these people. So to them, it seems like, you know, when they look at the clock and they do the math of Hawaii time, they're like, dude, how are you up? When do, when do you sleep? 
And I'm like, I get sleep. You know, I do get sleep. I don't sleep like the average person, but I do get sleep. You know, but it, I work like that because <clears throat> there is a timetable. There is a timetable and this thing has to get done. And I just want to say this so you understand. It's not just me, but Holy Ghost will help you to do the things that, you know, you need to do. I mean, he's our helper, right? So Holy Spirit is going to help you. So for example, you don't know the exact time when this thing needs to happen. You don't know. I don't know, but he does. So it's almost like he flips a switch on the inside of you, right? And you'll feel the intensity. You'll feel the urgency of certain things. You may not know why you feel that way, but that's why, because Holy Spirit is, it, he's letting you know, right? He's letting you know, like, hey, you got to get to work on this. There's been times even recently where he allowed me to slow down because I was working so hard. I needed to rest. And he knew that. And I was like, oh, master, I just got to, man, I just got to, I got to stop. You know, I'm taking a break. And it might have been like a two day break. But I knew on the inside I needed to do it. And then maybe like on the third day in my mind, I thought I might do another day. But on the inside, I was like, oh, no, I knew like, OK, enough got to get up it's time to get up right now and get to work right so holy spirit is so faithful he will help you so it's not if you're already operating in this then you understand but if if you're not yet you might be thinking well how am, how am i gonna know when to do this or when to turn it up or when to turn it down you don't have to worry about that right because holy spirit is going to do it for you okay he's going to do it for you you just gonna know you're just gonna know i need to do so and so Oh, I don't need to do that. I need to call so-and-so. I don't need to call, right? He'll let you know on the inside. And that's way, and that's how it's just going to keep moving forward, right? You'll keep moving forward until you finish the thing that he created you to do. All right? So, again, like I said, this is not a very long message. I just wanted to come and encourage you. Please keep working. Keep focused, right? Keep doing the thing that the Lord created you to do that the Lord told you to do. Even if people around you are saying, it's stupid, you're working too hard, I don't even know why you're doing it, it doesn't make sense, or your mind is trying to tell you it's stupid, it doesn't make sense, guess what? Ignore all of that and keep going. Keep going and then, and you, then you'll get to see you know, how it all uh, pays out in the end, how it all plays out in the end, and you'll be pleased because the Lord is pleased. Amen? All right, that's it. So, as always, hey, I love y'all with the love of the Lord, right? And always remember, submit yourself unto God first. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.